For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome, everyone. This is the Believe in Bengals podcast. That's right. He's Adam Pacman Jones. I'm Solomon Wilcott. And Adam, right now, one week into training camp. Uh, you yes. know how it is. That means somebody's about to have a fight. So, you know, you one week into training camp, a fight usually break out because guys are getting tired of each other. And uh, it usually take about a week for guys to start getting feisty. Yeah, but, you know, it's a little different now, Solid, because they only in training camp by, what, a week and two days because the season is a little longer now. Um, it's interesting. Um, I know when we was in training camp, our training camp was a lot different from um, these guys' training camp. Mm-hmm. I wonder how hard it is to come in ready because what you reckon? They play a game in, what, a preseason game in a two-week? I mean, another week, I'm going to say. Yeah, it'd be another week. The back end of next week, uh, August August 12th. Yes. Uh, How many preseason games they got now? Three. They only got three. three. And no, you got to be ready to go. No, you got to be ready to go. You got to be ready to go. No two days. Um, So that means, listen, when we came in, we were hitting and banging every day. Every day. From the jump, like first day out, bam, you hitting twice a day, every day. You didn't. Come ask, are we in pads that day? You like to piss the coach off, man, you know? So you could expect it was going to be hot. It's going to be humid. It was going to be physical. And, man, look, if guys were fighting. By the end of that first week, you were you were seeing fights in training camp. There's no oh. doubt. Oh, of course, man. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, those days was a lot longer um, when we was in camp. You know, with all of the, the COVID stuff and the new rules and yeah. only three preseason games, the season being longer, um, it's, it's, it's really probably Camp Cupcake. <laughs> camp Cupcake. I camp like that. Cupcake. Camp Cupcake. I, I, was just, I was just over near Paul Brown Stadium, and I'm not going to drop names, and I was talking to someone who lives and covers the team every day. He lives in the building. He says – you come to practice, you ain't going to see anything. Ain't nobody. He said, don't do nothing. He said, nobody's hitting no. But it is the first week. I can see them wanting to ease the guys into it. I, look, I there's no doubt in my mind Zach Taylor's going to have his guys ready to play. But it's hard for us, guys like you and me, to wrap our minds around that real work is getting done when everybody's just standing around pointing 
kind of having having their their classroom assignment out on the field. Yeah, you got it. They, they'll pick up the speed. Obviously, um, we definitely trust uh, Zach and knowing what he need to do and getting these guys ready. Because one thing I will say is we was one of the better teams as far as injury wise uh, down the stretch. So whatever he did last year, it worked. Um, I, I'm a I'm a fan of him. So I, I think he knows what the hell he's doing. Yeah. And really, I, now that I think about it, I never really tackled nobody in camp either. <laughs> like, we was never full pass. Now, you was because you was yeah. in the box some on so the you, run game. Yeah, so you but, like, as a corner, yeah. like, yeah. I'm one-on-one. Like, I'm not tackling nobody in camp either. You guys was half a cupcake. Let's just yeah, we were half. You were half. Okay, It was a little harder with, in, in your 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 position because you had to come down in that box a little oh, bit more. There ain't no doubt, brother. Hey, listen, um, we should let everybody know Joe Burrow is doing fine. A week later, after having uh, appendectomy surgery, um, and I will, let me say one thing to the listeners: I know y'all panic because shit. Me and Solomon panic too. All right, oh my God, please. Please, Jesus, my football God, do not fuck this up. <laughs> hey, look, uh, I didn't quite say it like that when I'm on my knees, you know. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be a little uh, more PG with it. However, I was scared. I, I was like, wait a minute, what? We just started training camp, you know, and uh, Joe Burrows. Remember, we were just talking about it in the podcast. We said he spent all last year rehabbing. Um, so he didn't have a chance to work on some of those finer things to get himself better and still had a great year. I said, now he's healthy. He's coming into camp healthy. Had a <laughs> good OTAs. Next thing you know, an about with, with appendicitis. Hey, listen, when they have to take out an organ. It's for real. There ain't no such thing as minor <laughs> surgery, right? This is the real deal. So, Joe. We're sending up prayers for you, man. You know what they say, prayers go up, blessings come down. So we we out there for you. But this, I think what this means really in truth, Adam, I don't know that we gonna, we didn't see him play at all in the preseason last year. I don't know that we're going to see him play at all in preseason this year. Why do we need to see him play in the preseason? <laughs> we, don't. we know it, Joe. We know it. Listen, if there's anybody on the whole team, that we do not need to see is Joe. We don't have a chance. He don't. We don't need to be playing around at all with Joe. You know what I mean? He'll be ready first day. He's he's proven it. You know what I mean? Coming back off the knee injury last year, um, getting killed ninety percent of the season. He need all of the rest he 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 can get until he get going. To the Marvels count, he don't need to be out there. I think Mister Mister yeah. Brown understands that, and he protects. The guys that need to be protected. That's one thing about Mr. Brown. Now, if it ain't for the marbles, he ain't going to put you out there. Yeah, you don't want to put him at risk. That's for sure. You want to definitely keep him standing upright. Hey, listen, let's move on because we, we, Joe's going to be okay. We're going to wrap him in some uh, bubble wrap, make sure he make it to week one intact, okay? But I want to move on because there was a news item that came out. um, Joe Mixon. Uh, when he reported to training camp, all during OTAs, he didn't speak to the media, and they wanted to know how he felt not, about not being in the game at the end of the Super Bowl in the final two minutes. Uh, normally, you know, Joe Mixon is a do-it-all back. He can run it, and he can catch it. 
But in this case, in the biggest game and the biggest moment of the game, uh, he wasn't in there. Samaj P. Ryan was in for him. And he didn't want to answer these questions, but finally he did came out and he spoke to it. Both he and Zach Taylor said, look, it was one of those heat of the moment things. I'm, look, I have my opinion on it. I'm going to give it to you in a minute, but I want to know what you think. You and I both know in a Super Bowl ain't no such thing of a heat of the moment. I appreciate Joe being cool with it and Zach being cool with it and washing that under the bridge. But real talk. Ain't no heat. Man, you in a Super Bowl, man. You had him out of the game for a reason. Um, that's just my take on it. I, I like the way both guys are dealing with it. Um, but do you know, during the season, uh, when the Bengals trailed by eight or more points in the final two minutes of a game, Samaje P. Ryan had 21 snaps, 13 snaps for Joe Burrow. So this is kind of what they've been doing all season long, and they stay true to that in the Super Bowl. So why wouldn't they just say that? Um, good question. I mean, but at the end of the day, uh, me and you know, we can't make that mistake. You know what I mean? Starting one, as the head coach, you got calm, cool, and collect. Went up under the fire. Um. I understand that he's he's the guy in two minutes, but when it's starting one, you got to get Joe in the game. You get what I'm saying? Um, it's no reason, and and I, I commend Joe for taking the 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 higher upper the high road. and not he took the high road, yeah, the high road, yeah, and not just throwing Zach up under the the bus. But um, if anything that we could complain about last season, that would be probably the only thing we dropped the ball right there. Um, it's a learning point for it was a big learning point because that could have been the difference in the game. But um, I truly think that they'll get back to that situation um, on down the line, and we in a whole different way. Um, personally, the head coach that's his fault. You know what I mean? That's Zach's fault. Period. Point blank. Third one, he got to be in the game. Now I understand what the what the past says. Uh, how we've been doing stuff, and, and, and when we trail in two-minute drill, 31 Joe got to be in the game, pure point blank. Well, you know, this is one of those times I got to go the other way on you, bro. Because here, you know, look, I'm going to keep it real. And, <laughs> and look, I like Joe Mixon. I think he's a hell of a player. But listen, man, everybody knows that the number one thing for running backs it ain't about how well you can tote the rock and Joe can do that. It ain't about how well you can catch the rock coming out of the backfield because Joe Mixon can do that. In a critical game, Super Bowl and in the playoffs when our quarterback has been sacked 70 times, you got to be able to protect the quarterback. And so it wasn't a mistake by Zach Taylor to say, get me some RJP Ryan in the game because we gotta have we gotta protect our quarterback. We're getting ready to throw it. Now, it wasn't Samarje who gave up the game-winning sack to, to Aaron Donald, but you got to be strong up the middle. And the running back's job is to help those offensive linemen who were getting their butts kicked by Aaron Donald. I don't even want to deal with this way too much. I'm just saying for anybody criticizing Zach Taylor moving forward. If a running back ain't in the game in a must-throw situation, don't just look at 
the running back being in the game because he's a runner. Right now, bro, you are a protector of the Bengals' most prized possession, and that is Joe Burrow. <laughs> and, if you, and if you can't help us do that, I don't care if you Herschel Walker. I don't care if you Jim Brown. We got to throw the ball, man. So are you saying Joe is not a good protector? No, I'm saying that that's the reason. They, the coaches clearly must feel like some RJP Ryan's a better pass protector. The numbers from last year showed it. That he showed that, yeah, it did. He was in the game in those. I'll say it. Joe was horrible in in pass protection. I'll say that. Situation and Joe, listen to Joe's credit. I guarantee you, this offseason, Zach has sat him down and said, "You got to get better because we need to keep you on the field, bro. We love to keep you on the field. If we take you out of the out of the game, they already know we throwing. Right. We got to be able to keep you on the field to run it, catch it, and protect." If we have to substitute to protect Joe Burrow, we're literally tipping our hand. So, listen, great players can still get good. They can still improve and be better in some areas. And I'm here to talk to the Bengals fans about uh, our top running back, who I think is one of the top five running backs in the league. He's got to get better in pass protection. He's got to get better in pass protection because we've got one of the most prized possessions in the league who are counting on him to be better protecting the quarterback so i just wanted to unearth some we got to see every now and then we got to tell our fans something they didn't know and uh, yeah they don't know i'd pride myself on doing it anybody got something to say don't come y'all know where we at you know where we at come to me they know where we at solly come to me you come talk to me it wasn't adam jones who said it i said no, it was me. <laughs> no, y'all got a problem with Solomon, y'all come holler at me. I'm just saying. That, so if y'all got a problem with me, y'all come holler at Solomon. Anybody got no problem with you. You know you good. You know you good. But, hey, that's just we got each other back. But we just yep. keep it real. Hey, I want to move on. I want to talk about the Bengals' first preseason game, as we said, next week, Thursday, um, August 12th, the plan host to the Arizona Cardinals. And that got me to thinking. Kyler Murray just got this new contract for $230 million. They put a... He's not playing. They Oh, no, he's not. But they put this independent clause in his contract trying to say he got to study. Listen, man, I first of all, I think Kyler Murray was right in his press conference. He said, you think I got this far in my life because I don't study? You think I got... I was drafted in Major League Baseball and in the NFL. I won a Heisman Trophy. I, I went undefeated as a quarterback in the great state of Texas playing class 5A football. He just started, he had to, he had to drop his own resume. So these people, because to me, a lot of this is according to what Patrick Mahomes said, this is what they do to black quarterbacks. They question either your work ethic, your leadership, or your it is ability. what they do to black quarterbacks. Ain't nobody talking about uh ain't nobody talking about D Jones. Let's talk about his sorry ass. Nobody won't talk to him though, do they? Quarterbacks when it comes to the Patrick Mahomes, uh, the kid you just said, uh, Lamar Jackson, they, the kid they, they, in, uh, they tried to do it to uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, Lamar Jackson um, the kid in Cleveland. Um, it's always something to say about African American quarterbacks, and we don't do the same thing to the other quarterbacks. Whoa, 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 you think D Jones fucking sucks. Well, you think D, hold on, D. Jones sucked. <laughs> yeah. And no one is talking about what he need to do to get better. If he watching film, he need to watch more film. That's if right. he's staying up two days, he need to stay up three days. That's right. That's right. 
But like we're we're so uh, we we're knocking down these African American quarterbacks and they're winning. They're great players. All of these guys that we're talking about, they have fucking winning records. It's you know how hard it is to fucking win in the NFL. And these guys are winning. I, I ain't talking about they five hundred. They 60-70% and young. Russell Wilson. And I don't Patrick think it's fair Mahomes. for us to keep. I don't I, I truly don't think it's fair for these unknown name guys who won't fucking say their name, who won't identify themselves, and they keep having something to say. They got something to say. Tell us who you are. Anonymous. Tell us. Tell us. I want to know, since your comments. They keep bringing up in every article that these guys are doing. It's getting to the point where these guys, these this this old old media, I would say, um, keep throwing these. Oh well, this anonymous coordinator said da 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 da. This guy here, he don't. Why don't nobody want to say who's saying it? That's my problem. If he suck, say he suck. Cause I don't have no problem with saying <laughs> D Jones suck. Cause he suck. Uh, I I don't have no problem saying Baker Mayfield need to get in his playbook a little bit more. Just go ahead and Come say on. it. Um, and Come on. and it, it bothers me because I love what Kyler Murray said. He said, look, I'm 5'9". I'm out here doing what I'm doing at 5'9". And he's saying, "That's I have to work harder to get things done. I can't play the game like Tom Brady. I can't play the game like these guys who 6'4", 6'5". This is how I'm going to do it. Now, but the point is, is I think the team need to do a better job of supporting Kyler Murray. I didn't hear a GM. I didn't hear an owner. And I didn't hear his coach come to his support. If you got, listen, man, this any other quarterback, they're all, they they circle in the wagons to protect their quarterback. They put yep. this, this guy out here on his own, defending himself. And Patrick Mahomes stood up for him. He said, these are very typical of the same kind of criticism I've heard my whole life, the same criticism I'm hearing throwing at Lamar Jackson, who, oh, by the way, is an MVP, who's led the league in touchdown passes. But for whatever reason, these anonymous sources got things to say about Lamar Jackson. They got things to say about Patrick Mahomes. They have things to say, you know, but whether it's Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson, and these guys are performing at a very high level. I, I All I want to know is Arizona Cardinals, if you ever going to start winning, you better support your quarterback. You gave him the money, but don't leak this the clause that's in his contract. You think some reporter got hold of that contract and read every single thing in it? And hey, no. no, it was given to them. Oh, well, you know, we, he got to study more. He needed, yeah, we even put it in the contract. Paragraph 35. Now That's somebody up in the office. You of know course, that. Of course. You know it's, of course it is, man. And that's not winning organizations. Don't do that. Don't do that. I, listen, if you're an Arizona Cardinal fan, tell your owner, Michael Bidwill, let's do better. Tell your tell your general manager, Steve Kahn, can we do better? Can we support Kyler Murray? Can we support our quarterback like other teams do? Tell your head coach, Cliff Kingsbury, man, you need to get out there and tell people that this dude do study. And if you don't believe that, then just be quiet the way that you're doing right now. Because I haven't heard him say one thing in defense of his haven't quarterback. Supported them not one time. It tells you they're not aligned. Now, so say we get to the end of the year, the Cardinals start struggling. You know what everybody gonna do? They're gonna blame Kyler Murray. But he I'm telling you right now it. that the whole apparatus 
the whole organizational structure is what's wrong with the team. So I'm going to ask you this. People going to look at the end of the year. If they ain't winning the Super Bowl, they're going to say, see, it's Kyler Murray's fault. He ain't so, studied enough. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody ever said, Dan Marino never won a Super Bowl. Ain't nobody ever said that about him. <laughs> Dan Fouts never won a Super Bowl. Ain't nobody ever said that about him. Jim Kelly, who was a great, these guys are all Hall of Fame quarterbacks. They never won a Super Bowl, but nobody ever went to that level of their critique with these guys, nor should they, by the way, because right. they, they're great quarterbacks. And I'm here to tell you that Kyler Murray could still be great and Arizona still not win a championship. And I'm here to point to the team structure as the bigger problem, not the five, nine quarterback who at least helped you get to this level. So that's my two cents on that. Totally agree with you, Solid. Yeah, man. We, hey, we, you know, we're going to talk bingo talk on, on, on uh, the Believe in Bingo podcast. But whenever we have bigger stories like this that capture the attention of the nation, everybody's talking about Kyler Murray. Everybody's talking about this independent study clause. They even made Patrick Mahomes come out the closet and put in his two cents because he's tired of right. hearing it. He's tired of hearing it. So am I. So we have things like this. Adam Pac-Man Jones and I are both going to weigh in. We got to get going. We thank you for joining us next week when you join us. Adam Pac-Man Jones is going to be at Bengals training camp. I'll be at Bengals training camp in two weeks. But next week, the Bengals are going to take on the Arizona Cardinals. We get to look at some of our draft picks in these games. We get to see Joseph Asai, the talented edge rusher who missed all of last season. So that's what I'm most looking forward to, Adam, uh, when it comes to the first preseason game against the Cardinals on August 12th. And I'm, I'm looking for the special team. I, I want to figure out who's going to be the punt returner this year because I really think um, if we can get, if we can lead the league or be in the top five or ten, and that's getting seven, eight yards on a return as far as punt return, that's going to make us way more explosive offensively. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm the most intriguing thing that I'll be watching during this offseason or the punt returners and the kick returner guys. Um, more, more, more than less, the punt returner. I think the punt returner was we had we was bad in special teams last year. I think this is the year that, that Darren figures it out um, how we do this. We gotta get somebody with some wiggle. That's right. Yeah. Somebody who ain't afraid to uh, to catch the ball when it's coming down in a crowd like a Adam Pac-Man Jones. By the way, your boy Evan McPherson. Knocked down a 65-yarder to end practice last week. He's got the boom. That leg's come back stronger year number man. two. Woo! He, he, he is boy. unbelievable, man. He is unbelievable. Bad so. boy. Bad you deserve boy. to watch the halftime show when you're doing that. All right, Bengals <laughs> fans, think about this. Adam Pac-Man Jones, he's bringing the I Am Athlete crew over to uh, Bengals training camp. He and I going to bring the Believe in Bengals podcast the Bengals training camp before it's all said done. We're going to shoot an episode over there. And I'm coming in with Sirius XM NFL Radio. The whole gang is coming to Bengals training camp. You know, we've been waiting for Joe Burrow to come on out and, you know, get rid of that appendicitis before we come and land. Wanted to let them get some work done, do all the walk-around stuff, because we're coming in to see real football being played. So he's out of Pac-Man Jones. I'm Solomon Wilcox. Thank you, everyone, for joining us once again on the Believe in Bengal podcast. Adam, take care. Have a good week, my friend. You too, Sally. All right.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.